Hey, welcome. My name is Glenn Lundy. Super excited to be launching our new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Can you believe it? That's right. The Breakfast with Champions podcast has finally arrived. This is your opportunity to get motivation, education, and inspiration every single day. And ultimately, your opportunity to get a seat at the table, to be a fly on the wall, to listen in to some conversations between some of the most amazing superhumans from around the planet. We're talking about people that are doing the things you know you can do, that have reached some of those levels you know you can reach. We've got celebrity interviews with people like Tiffany Haddish and Grant Cardone, Lauren Rittiger. We've got specialists in areas like Capital Ventures, right? Or wealth building, wealth management, real estate, all kinds of incredible conversations. And what's amazing about the Breakfast with Champions podcast is you're going to be able to tune in, listen in. They won't even know you're there, right? It's just like you're, you're, you're listening in on all these incredible secrets of some of the most successful humans from all around the world. You know, when we launched Breakfast with Champions, we had no idea of the power that it was gonna have. We had no idea of the collaborations it would create. We had no idea that we'd be able to connect humans from England and Australia and Saigon and America, of course, all together in one room having powerful conversations that elevate everyone in the experience. Listen, if you like these episodes of Breakfast with Champions, do me a huge favor and let us know. We would greatly appreciate it. We pour into this. You're going to get five to six hours of content every single day, Monday through Friday, five days a week. You can keep coming back. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast. We'd appreciate it. Drop your comments, share your thoughts and your reviews. It mean the world to us if you would do that. And in exchange, we promise you that we will always create a space, a safe space where you can come. You're not going to get politics here. It's not going to happen. You'll never see any type of division in here. It's actually exactly the opposite. We have a bunch of different people with different belief systems, different upbringing, different backgrounds. We've got people from all different ethnicities all coming together. But the one thing that we share is everyone in this room shares the same heart. And it is a heart to elevate you, to encourage you, to inspire you, and to help you become the absolute best version of yourself that you can possibly be. So if you would, do us a favor, write those reviews, subscribe to the podcast, tell your friends. We're going to be here, and we hope that you will be too. Enjoy Breakfast with Champions. You'll see there in the notes that you can skip forward. You can move back. If you need to pause it for a minute, you'll now have that opportunity to do so. We do record these daily on Clubhouse. We have a Breakfast with Champions Club there, or you can follow me, Glenn Lundy, if you'd like to see those rooms, if that's an app that you enjoy. You can always come in and tune in live, or of course, just sit back and enjoy right here on the podcast and anywhere your podcast can be found. It is such an honor and a privilege to be able to spend this time with you. I know that there are a trillion places you could have chose to be. You chose to be right here with us on Breakfast with Champions, and that means the world to me, and I absolutely stinking love you for it. So with that said, we are excited to launch the new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Thanks so much. No, my name is, I am Sean Shapiro, and I am a doctor of chiropractic in Portsmouth, New Hampshire. This segment of Breakfast with Champions, I want, I want you to break out of the old poop 
that you're in every day and listen as I tell you, never hire a coach or an advisor unless you do one thing first and that's believe in yourself. You know, I started the song, I started the room off with Don't Stop Believing because that was the best believing song I could find. Um, but it, But as a rule, I find it amazing what we'll throw money at to fix a problem in this life, okay? People buy themselves out of deals, they buy themselves out of relationships, and all kinds of other things that we don't want to confront and that we don't want to change about ourselves but are willing to just give up our hard-earned cash to, to get out of. But the truth is we do, not, we do have an epidemic raging right now, okay? It is something that I'm not sure it hasn't been present since, you know, since monkeys came out of the jungle with their Taco Bell coupons, right? And, and uh, climbed down from the tree, trees and set up a society, okay? The disease we're suffering from is debilitating and it's grossly undertreated, okay? It's a deficit a lot of us have. It's called lack of self-belief. Many people think we are action takers. We are people looking for growth and evolution, but I can't tell you how many conversations I've had with people in this room, in the garden, in the audience, on the stage, that had hired someone to get the results they wanted, and it, and, and at first, and, and, and they did not get the results they wanted. And at first, it's easy to believe that the coach or consultant failed them. I will admit that we have seen our fair share of people come and go on Clubhouse who have taken advantage of other people in the past year or so, no doubt. But if you ask a couple of more questions about the failed par partnership, it becomes easy to see that one thing led to the demise of the relationship. The person that went into the coaching, into the class, or the process had no belief in themselves and no belief in their ability to overcome their obstacle in the first place. And that's what this segment's about. It's about you and it's about me. And it's about our silly belief that anyone has more answers than we do about our lives and our problems. Don't get me wrong, I use coaches. I have two right now and I also am part of a chiropractic mastermind, okay? I believe in coaching. What I don't believe in is the lack of responsibility of the coach. And the one thing that I try to impress upon, oh, the one thing, the, th the thing that is the biggest problem for all of these coaches is the six or seven inches of gray matter between each, each ear of the, of the people that we're trying to take care of, okay? It is a silly process that we go through as coaches and we really, my computer just crashed, ha. Huh. So uh, the biggest problem we face each year as with, with coaches is that, that we have a limited time to deal with people and their problems and we only hear what they tell us about the problem. The person knows the problem and as I see it in my business all the time, I usually get the person who's been to every other kind of doctor and has gotten no relief or some relief, but no resolution, right? And the, th and the thing that many people don't realize is, is that their, their, their lack of getting involved in their own treatment plan is what's really killing them. It's really what's t tearing apart their ability to heal because they keep putting their hands in people who don't know who they are and can't know who they are because they only get limited time with them. So, I am really struggling here, folks. Give me two seconds. Hey, Dr. Sean, Dr. Sean. Yes, what, thank you, Marvin. Grab yourself out. Can I, help, can, I, can I chime in? Is that okay? Please do, thank you. No worries, no worries, no worries. I think, look, I think what you're sharing is, is, is really, really important. 
because I think sometimes um, people can actually look for uh, the coaches to to provide the answers and and then they they're, they're hoping that you know the coach is going to provide the answers and they follow those 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 instructions to a T and and those are the things that they do but the reality of the situation is um you know a coach should actually help you discover the answers that are right for you within yourself you know this a coach should actually um pull the answers out of you you know the answers are, are, are within you that you know you know more about yourself than than any coach could actually know and and a great coach is someone that sort of gives you that um insight and helps you develop that self-awareness and and gives you that kind of um allows you to to i suppose see the vision for yourself um and is almost a catalyst i think that's probably the word i'm looking for i think that a coach should really be a catalyst to helping you achieve that thing that you're trying to achieve um i just wanted to share that dr yeah. sean and, and no, hope i appreciate that, that. I, I appreciate i appreciate the save too I, I i really do appreciate it. i got my crap together here so this is the way that really things work though right coaches doctors lawyers whatever whatever whoever you're going to for the problem they don't create the problem and most likely they don't fix the problem they're just like marvin said they're the catalyst to the problem because no matter what the reason anyone shows up to use their services the biggest problem that they face like i said before is the six or seven inches of gray matter between each ear okay which manages to make all kinds of excuses all kinds of reasons why and keeps their patients their clients and from their goals and their dreams don't get me wrong, I'm not angry at my patients ever. I am someone who truly wants to help, but I am also someone who will not waste their time with someone who can't be helped. Not because their condition is outside my ability to treat, but because their disposition makes them less likely to achieve their health goals under my care. There are times where I fire patients. People think that's mean. Okay, I think it's I think it's kindness. I think it's actually takes a lot of guts to look at somebody and say you can't come here anymore. And hopefully, the next place you go, the next chiropractor you work with, the next medical doctor, the next physical therapist, you'll listen to them. Right? There are times where I fire my patient, but it's always after I've given them the opportunity to understand the uh, that they're squandering my time, they're squandering their money, and they're not making the mo mo most use of it. You may ask me where this is coming from, right? Why am I so adamant about the way we perceive ourselves as well as what we believe about ourselves? It came to me the other day when I heard a line from a poem I hadn't heard in a really long time. It's a really long poem. It's called A Song of Myself by Walt Whitman. And I just heard this one line and it was the one line that always struck me from the poem and I'll read it to you now. So stop this day and night with me and you shall possess the origin of all poems. You shall possess the good of the earth and sun. There are millions of suns left. You shall no longer take things at second or third hand, nor look through the eyes of the dead, nor feed on the specters in books. You shall not look through my eyes either, nor take things from me. You shall listen to all sides and filter them from yourself. Whitman tells us there that we should not listen to others when it comes to how or what we believe about anything. Everything should start with what we believe in our heart, what we believe in our brains, and making, a, and making a filtered decision about it. Our belief in ourselves is paramount. To to, it's paramount to achieving anything that we want. We are so good at not reaching our potential. 
that we have figured out new ways to sweep our lack of progress under, under the rug. We create special titles for ourselves and we put them in our Instagram and our Facebook and our, even in our clubhouse bios, right? And the achievements that we put, 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 put on ourselves, we start to believe them as headlines in, in our own story. Like we are a top 10% podcaster. How do you even measure that? We are a nine-figure entrepreneur. Well, if you combine everybody that you've ever known and all of their money, maybe. If you're a millionaire, you've never gone above three figures and you're proud of that. Our proclamations mean nothing. Our beliefs are the only things that matter. Even in terms of love, our beliefs ultimately create our reality. Now, there's no, nobody that I know who's created more out of less than Oprah Winfrey, right? And Oprah says this about believing in yourself. Many of you, as I have been, as I am, are where you are in your life based upon what you believe. And it's not just what you think you believe on the surface, it's also your shadow beliefs that are holding you back from moving into the life that you believe you deserve. What I know is if you're not looking at the shadows, if you're not looking at what is subconsciously running through the tape in your mind, telling yourself you're not good enough, you're not worthy enough, you're not smart enough, you're not enough, which is a tape that's playing for a lot of people. If you're not conscious of that, then you end up acting out of that belief system and not out of what you know to be the truest or want to be the truest for yourself. You don't become what you want because so much of wanting is about living in the space of what you don't have. That's why Jim Carrey's story is so powerful because he started to act as though he already had it. He would go up to Mulholland Drive, he would drive away saying, thinking, I already have those things. I just haven't accessed them as yet. I believe those things are going to come to me and I'm going to act like they are. So I'm gonna move forward in my life in order to draw that to myself in such a way that my actions are in alignment with what I say I believe. So if you start to think about that, really, why are you where you are in your life? The choices that you have made have been because of what you believe to be true for yourself. So there it is from Oprah. Belief in yourself is paramount to achieving or obtaining everything. I believe I have a bigger destiny than what I have accomplished so far. I know that there's more out there for me and I know that as long as I believe that, there's a good chance I will realize it within my life. I will not be deterred by the voices in my head or around me that tell me that this is or that is not possible. In truth, if I can imagine it, it's possible. You have the same opportunity I do. From where you are right now, you can launch an, air, an empire. From where you are right now, you can create anything that your heart desires. All you need is the belief in yourself to follow through and the world will be your oyster. But we don't, right? Some of us don't. Some of us decide today is not our day. Some of us decide we are not worthy of the good things in life, even if they're presented to us on a silver platter. We reject some of those things as not real, when the only fake thing is our rejection of the love the universe has blessed us with. You are worthy of the good life, whatever that looks like for you. 
You are worthy of love. You are worthy of riches. You are worthy of living the life that you want to. All you need is the belief that it is so. Are you sick and tired of the same old shit each and every day? You want to get fired. Then my question for you is, what are you going to do about it? Because the ish you are presented with is all of your creation. It's all of who and what you believe you are. To me, knowing most of you, you're all amazing. But what I think doesn't matter because I can't fix your problem for you. It's not my job. It's yours. So that's all I have. It got a little truncated because of uh, my computer glitch and I appreciate Marvin jumping in there. But I'd love to hear from people where they might be stuck. What are your beliefs about yourselves and, your, and, and things that you're going to release right now or in the future that are going to give you the thing you want? And if we do have coaches on the stage, and I know we do, that want to weigh in, how can people create a better life for themselves just by believing that in their ability to overcome, to create, and to thrive? So I'm open to shares. Good morning, Dr. Sean. I, May I go? I'm going to let Dora Maria go first because she can still throw me in the audience, and then I'm going to let you go. How about that? Sounds great. Thank you. <laughs> and I would never do that, Dr. Sean. <laughs> um, I just wanted to comment that sometimes um, we get stuck in just the the motion of, okay, we believe something, okay, we, we, we're aware of what we're doing, we accept it, but then we don't take action because we see the action as so humongous and so big. And then for me, it's more of what are we doing to set that big action into small micro goals or small micro actions so that it doesn't become this big behemoth that we think we can't attack or tackle. And if we can start there, then we can start to shift things, even if it's on a micro level. So that's my share with that. Thanks. And uh, back to you. <laughs> So, Hey listeners, if you enjoy listening to Breakfast with Champions, we can bet you care about your daily routine. Do you want to know the secret to the perfect routine? It's the perfect morning. Glenn has written a free ebook called The Morning Five, five simple steps to an extraordinary morning. If you can transform your morning, you can transform your life. Head on over to themorningfive.com to learn more about the five ways you can change the way you start your day. So the ability to believe in ourselves will give us the power that we need to create small actions, right? So I, I'm with you. I'm a total action taker, sometimes to a fault. I know Stephen talks a lot in his book about Stephen Kuhn, uh, the humble alpha talks about uh, imperfect action a lot and how we, how we just need to move forward, right? So I think that, but, but I think that all starts with belief. Okay, I didn't see who who was talking. Earlier. Was Tony. Was this is Tony the Tiger. Okay, go ahead. Tony. Um, good morning. Thank you so much for this segment. Um, I'm always excited when you're on because you have so many great things to share. And uh, thanks to each and every one of you for being in here today. I appreciate you all. Um, I love what you had to share. And uh, when I was at the Breakfast with Champions event in New York City last summer, I wish I could remember who said it, but one of the speakers who was like pretty successful person, very successful person, they said something to me that really stood out. They said, I half believed that I could. And that really got to me because these beliefs aren't ever going to be perfect. Like what you shared and this, the, um, the talk that Oprah was giving, 
you know, they're not going to, it's not going to be perfect. You're not going to always believe in yourself. Um, it's just not possible. So that gave me hope when she said, I have believed that I could. And she went on to um, get her book done and be successful with her speaking career. And so I just think that that's important. Just that, uh, you know, just, just having like, what if maybe it's possible, you know? Um, and also with my clients, with my coaching clients, I have them do gratitude for five things they did yesterday, five things that they or five things they're grateful for yesterday, five things that they're grateful for today, and five things that they're grateful for that will happen tomorrow. Like it's just an assumption. And like you and Oprah talked about, the more and Dora Maria, the more granular you get, the better. And just assuming that it's gonna happen. Like okay, it's going to happen, um, is really, really powerful. So um, I'm Tony the Tiger, and Dr. Sean, thank you so much for letting me share. Dr. Sean, share something. Uh, hold on. I got a cue going. Let's go with uh, Jeremy, then Stephen, and then whoever that one. Good morning, Dr. Sean. You know, I actually have an idea for those of you, because I don't know when my – well, I do know when my next speaking event is going to be, but I still have an idea I'd love to give to you guys. One of the things that changed the way that I viewed myself as an athlete was when I started hearing those mic'd up moments. I didn't realize how much athletes in the heat of battle were like, come on, man, come on, you can do this. Come on, come on, stay, stay grounded, stay good. You got this, you're good. Uh, you know, I just looked at them and I saw them as like superhuman. I was like, oh, that person just is so confident and they step up to the plate and they're always feeling like they're just on. When really, sometimes they're sitting with themselves at the end of the bench. They're like, God, oh, frick, man, I just don't have it today. Okay, no, 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 I got this, I got this, I got this. Like, all right, stay poised, stay calm, stay forward. And there's like these little three things that are like triggers for them to kind of help set them back on the correct path. And I think it would be really cool for the person that's coming to maybe one of your events or maybe even to your business that day is to like hear you mic'd up and hear like even like what happened this morning, Dr. Sean, hear that self-talk that was going on, you know, with yourself this morning because you're, you know, someone that people look up to and we have a lot of respect for you. And in that moment where it's like, oh, shit, my computer's now done. Okay, okay, come on, Dr. Sean, you got this, you got this. Like, what was that conversation like? Because that's really important. Because I really don't care what people look like when they're going through it easy. I care what it looks like when they start having to, as me and Mark, Dr. Marvin, or me and Marvin were talking on the back channel about Doc, Dr. Uh, the, the swan effect <laughs> of, you know, look, appearing calm and, and continuing I, I, I to like, deliver. I like the way that sounds. I like that, Dr. Marvin. With, I, yeah, it yeah, rings. I, like that. <laughs> <laughs> I, got, I got stuck saying doctor. But appearing calm on the surface and really staying confident and giving the speech and delivering the way that you want to while your legs are doing crazy work underneath the surface. So I just, that's an idea for everybody because it's like, hey, when you start to pay attention to what the really successful people are going through, they're just like you. They just have an ability to remain confident amongst us and to catch back up and to get over it and continue on like you did today, Dr. Sean. So kudos to you, my friend. Thank you, Jeremy. Yeah, I think that I think one of the greatest mic'd up moments I've ever seen, and a lot of people will groan when I start talking about it, but is the Patriots win against the Atlanta Falcons. <laughs> there we go. Uh, and, and it's it's actually got a date. I don't know if anybody knows this, but March 28th, 328 is, is now Patriot Day, where you got to live every day like it's 3 to 28 in the third quarter, okay, when you haven't done anything all game, all game and you don't actually win until, until or lead until you win. So 
I think that's a great lesson about the self-talk, even though I'm pretty sure most of us don't want to talk like Julian Edelman because I'm not even sure he speaks English half the time. So go ahead, Steven. Sorry. Hey, what's up, team? How you doing, Mod Squad? Great to see everybody here today. Um, um, you know, as I talked about yesterday in my segment, uh, we, you know, we're always trying to control the outside world. We're always trying to control things that are coming into our head. We're trying to adapt. We're trying to um, recognize and sort of decipher and put a definition and put a label on it. And this is what we learned, and this is how it has to be. Nothing has to be like we learned. Nothing has to be like we learned. And remembering that the mind is just um, uh, a voice in your head is key. And then if we can separate our consciousness from our mind and look at the mind and observe it, say, yeah, okay, I see what, I see what you're saying. I see what you're doing, but it's not going to affect me right now. And then we talk about belief. Belief leaves room for doubt. You know, I believe, I believe. Well, do you really? No, it's, it isn't about confidence. It isn't about belief. It's about certainty. And you guys heard this a million times from my book. It's certainty in your ability to deploy your genius and your talents in the world around you in any given situation, no matter what the world throws at you, you are certain of that. And that's what people buy into. That's what partners buy into. That's what customers buy into. They buy into your certainty. They don't buy your product or your service. That might have a little bit to do with it, but they're buying into your certainty. Look at Tamara, for instance. When she's on camera, you there is no doubt in your mind that she lives, breathes, and knows what she's talking about. And so people, that's why she's successful. Right? It's all about the certainty in your ability to deploy your genius in the world around you. And letting go of what we think we need to do and have and say and be and want and dress and all this stuff. Letting go of all of that stuff. And what's my truth? What's my actual truth? And there's a, there's a thing that I wrote down when I do this, this uh, meditation. And it said, uh, you know, how do I stay in the zone of abundance? I think I shared this with you guys. And it says, feed off the things that are in front of you and see the truth as it is without, a, without allowing external influences to sway your opinion on the ability to create your own truth. We are our own God. We are, this is our universe. We each have our own universe. So we can create whatever we want to create, but the only way to create is to let go of what others say that you think and say, say that you have to do. You have to do it this way. You have the guru that says this, that says that. Sure, take notes, learn from them. Make it your own. You own your universe. Very passionate. <laughs> Thanks. Just, just a little passion there. Holy cow. So, so are you saying that belief and certainty are not the same thing? No, they're most certainly oh, not boy. the same thing. Belief leaves room for doubts. Belief is a conscious effort. Okay, I believe this is going to happen. So you actually had to trigger yourself to say that, right? Certainty is a knowing. It's a being. It's a having, right? So you are that thing. It isn't, I believe I'm that thing. I am that thing, right? That's the difference. That's interesting. So everybody forget everything I just said. No, I'm not. It wasn't against uh, you, Sean. Against you. Just, no, 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 no. I know I'm, I'm actually kidding about that. But but I, I, I understand I understand the... Uh, I understand the subtlety that you're talking about, and I'd never really thought about it that way. So I, I'm appreciative of the correction. Actually. Well, it's, and, I didn't uh, mean it as a correction. Please excuse me. I, there's three levels of belief that I that I know of, and that's belief, which is an active act. Then there's faith, which is a little bit past belief. You have faith in a in a larger thing, a bigger thing. One belief is you believe in yourself. Faith, you have faith in the universe or the world or God. And then there's certainty. Right. And when we talk about faith, you go to church, people pray for the same thing every week. And you're like, wait a second, if you had faith and you really believe, then why would you keep praying for the same thing? Because if you believe, then it'll happen. No, it's about certainty, being certain that it'll happen, because then you can let go of how anything will happen. Once you're certain, it happens, period. I hope you all took notes. Awesome. Hope you all took notes. Yeah. That was pretty good, Stephen. That was pretty good. Thank you. 
All right. Uh, so we had somebody who had said they wanted to skip yeah, out for Steven. Let's keep our shares down to a minute or two and then go ahead. This is Mirza from New York City. Greetings. Good morning. Uh, the reason why we are not able to deploy our belief and dismantle old belief and override new belief is like we are logically there. We, I'm going to throw an example. We all know how to lose weight, how to be in the best shape of our life. But logical alignment is there, but you're not emotional about it. So once you're emotionally aligned that God forbid, if I don't do that, I'm going to, I'm not going to be showing up as a father that my kids want me to be right. I'm not going to be performer. So logical alignment has to be there. Then emotional alignment has to be there. Then there's a third type of alignment, which is physical in alignment. You got to take massive offensive resourceful, committed, imperfect, inspired, fast, decisive, measurable actions to get to the results that you want in life and results are the proofs. And if there's a problem with the fruit, you go back to the root and root is the same thing that you step into power, your power every day. It's just like taking shower. You don't take shower once and you're done for your life. It's constantly overriding, dismantling your own belief and getting your reticular activating system in your mind to step into a new reality, new belief, overriding your belief. But once you're spiritually aligned, that's a game changer. You're aligned with the vision and mission and purpose that is bigger and larger than you. Then there's no, you know, like then you become like Elon Musk. But the point I'm trying to make is like earlier speakers spoke eloquently. It's just like it's, it's an ongoing thing. It's belief. Then you take actions. Then you have a new reality. Then your mind will listen to the feedback to your new conviction and confirmation to be new you. Now you have a new belief. But once you're backed and fueled by growth and abundance mindset, you're propelling forward because life is all about journey. It's not a destination. At every level, there's a different level and there's no level out. So we, it's us competing against ourselves to be mm. better today than we were yesterday. Thank you. Thank you, Mizra. Appreciate all that. That was a lot to take in and hopefully people will get a chance to go back and listen to the replay. Uh, if you're not a member of the club, please click the uh, greenhouse at the top, the Monopoly house at the top, and you can listen to those replays and go back and get those notes that you forgot to take because you were shaving or you were uh, driving or something like that. But uh, whatever whatever was just said over the last couple of speakers, I definitely think should be something that we, everybody was listening to very carefully. Patricia, go ahead, give me your quote. Yeah, trust in what you believe and have faith in what you trust. And a perfect example was when Maria shared her festival song. She trusted and then had faith and it was a success. Thank you very much. I love the passion and I love the uh, the controversy between the two and there is a difference. God bless. Um, yeah, no, it was, I, I, I like it when things get very, very passionate as well in the room because that makes it feel like old time clubhouse. Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions. If you want to catch the live version, you can follow us on Clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, Saturday 6 to noon, and Sundays with our 111 Sunday service. Make sure you're keeping up with Breakfast with Champions and getting yourself a seat at the table.